Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and uh, also thanks to my engineer, Paul, for making everything sound so good uh, every time we're on. So I'm super excited to have my friend Bill Carpu here today. And before we get to hear from Bill, which he will definitely have plenty to share, as uh, we always have really deep, thoughtful conversations, let me tell you a little bit about Bill. So he is currently the CEO of Octane, which is the leading organization here in Orange County for the technology and and medical or healthcare technology business ecosystems. And Octane's mission is to connect people, resources, and capital together around those two (coughs) areas. Bill's been the CEO now for about four and a half years, and uh, the organization's been around for over 16, and he's our third CEO. And uh, I have the pleasure of having been involved with Octane really since its inception. Uh, and Bill has breathed some amazing new energy into the organization uh, over his tenure of the last several years. And we're seeing it now have greater impact and broader impact than it's ever had in that entire time. And that's not to take away from Gary Augusta and, and Matthew Genusitis, who preceded him, but, but Bill has really been the right person for Octane uh, at this stage of its uh, growth and, and development. And they're starting to have, a, a really continue to have, but uh, an increasing impact on our community. He's expanded the, the events. The, there's some great flagship events that Octane's known for, and he's expanded those. <coughs> he's expanded the capital that Octane's been able to help companies here access, and also has stood up a new set of growth services to help companies at different stages of their life cycle. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. And he's also increased the ambition of the organization. So currently Octane is setting out to help Orange County produce 55,000 jobs by the year 2030, which is a really ambitious goal. And uh, Bill can share how uh, Octane and the organization are well on uh, their way to getting there. He uh, was responsible for launching this unique ophthalmology-focused venture fund called Visionary Ventures that at a time has been one of the most active investors in the country in that space and also has gotten, I would say, global attention for the really unique model that it has employed as well. Um, Before Octane, Bill was a partner at two different companies that help businesses with growth and profitability. Uh, He was a, a senior executive for a prominent private equity firm, Blackstone Group. Uh, and, and one of their portfolio companies, and he was also a senior executive at Icon Office Solutions. Like me, Bill's not originally from Orange County. He's a transplant like I am, but he got here and is deeply committed to making Orange County as awesome as it can be. He's a great cheerleader for all the things happening here in Orange County, uh, particularly in the innovation ecosystem. Bill, it's great to have you here today. Good to be here, Kerry. And, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back on this. We should have just taped the conversation you and I had in the hallway the last 10 minutes. I mean, that's the that's the genesis of everything that we, you know, we're really trying to do here. So that's right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great great to have you. And, you know, it's funny, as, as I started Accelerate OC weeks ago, 
a lot of it was to try to record the conversations that I have the privilege of having with uh, amazing folks like you. So thanks for coming on, and, and I look forward to uh, to talking more here in the next several minutes. So let's get to the starting line and tell the listeners how you became the CEO of Octane. So I, I had gotten to know Matthew Genusitis, and you know one of these – it, it, it's, it's kind of a funny story because I've lived here since 1998. Mm-hmm. I was a transplant, and I'd heard of Octane, but had never attended any Octane mm-hmm. events. And we hear uh, that often, <laughs> of, of course, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Yes. And and um, uh, you know, I had a, a, a private equity uh, uh, engagement that wound down, and I knew some of the board members, and they asked if I'd like to participate and, and join as the CEO. I I, I knew. I knew Matthew, and I, th- I think one of the great things is you, you mentioned Matthew, you mentioned, you mentioned Gary, and what's enabled us to do what we've done over the last four years is the fact that Matthew left the organization in just tremendous shape. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was, mm-hmm. there was nothing to fix. All it was was white space and where yep. we wanted to go. So I, I accepted. I, I, I've never been involved in a nonprofit before, and, uh, you know, which we are. Mm-hmm. We, we are also mm-hmm. in a transitioning model. And, uh, you know, I, I did it as part because I just thought that there was a tremendous opportunity to make an impact and a difference here in Orange County. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, it's funny. I, I uh, haven't really thought too much about this, but I think the Octane journey somewhat mirrors what a startup company goes through, right? There, there often are different leaders and different needs at, at various stages. And so that entrepreneur who goes from zero to one, who in this case was was really Gary, yep. may not have been the person uh, to, to take it from one to two to from two to five, et cetera. And so we, we are Octane almost following that same You're. pathway. And I think you, you really have injected that growth energy into the, the company on top of, as you said, um, a good foundation that was already set. Thank you, Carrie. And it's, of course, been a great a, a great team and individuals like you that have helped that. So you've been there four and a half years. I feel like it's flown by. Maybe it's just me. I, you know, I'll be curious how, how you think about it. But what do you think is your biggest highlight so far in, in your tenure? It, you know, it, it has flown by. And without question, I have a great time every day coming to work. So that's, you know, that's, that, that's one of the things that I think is really important. But really, I think the highlight was... When I first went out, and I, I took the first four months, and you know, because you were part of this, I don't, I can't, I can't even remember how many breakfasts and lunches mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. and 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 probably how much weight I put on over that period. <laughs> but you know, meeting with me, meeting with a variety of individuals, board members, prominent individuals, and I started to hear a common theme that there really wasn't an ecosystem here in Orange County, and I actually started to buy into that, and I go, wow, this is a this is going to be a much heavier lift than I thought, mm-hmm. and I, I think the pleasant surprise. Prizes, as you started to peel it back, there's a terrific ecosystem. It just wasn't as um, trying try to think of the right word, but it but it just it, it just wasn't evident, you know, mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it, you have to you have to dig a little bit deeper than you probably do in some other areas. But we've got an ecosystem that I think rivals anyone in you know, sure. terms of that. So I think seeing that develop, seeing collaboration between different organizations, and really see us now get recognition as an ecosystem, not just nationally but internationally in some instances that people. People are looking at Orange County and Southern California in its entirety to be a destination for their company. Yeah, no doubt. We're, we're <clears> seeing uh, tremendous uh, energy and, and excitement, um, in some cases from, as you said, outside the area. Um, and, you know, I know we've, we've talked over the years as well that at times we have to just make sure we're, we're telling the folks here in Orange County about all the great things that are happening here so that they can 
know and and get excited about it. And well, you're you know you're right, and it's amazing when there's still there's still individuals of prominence that I'll meet with, and when you they kind of have a perception of Octane, and it's a perception of Octane from 2005. Sure. And and we're a completely different organization as we probably were two years ago and three years ago. So when you have that opportunity to sit down and say, hey, these are the things that are going on external to Octane, and that Octane's impacting. You get a whole different perception on their part. So that's it's right. it's continuous education for everyone that's inside the ecosystem. Also, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's why we're we're sitting here this morning, right? <laughs> let's let's keep we, we have to keep telling the story and keep telling it, keep telling it. So not everything's perfect, of course. That's why we've got a lot of work still to do. What what have you encountered as some of your biggest challenges so far in your time in Octane? You know, I think I, I mean there's a couple of things, but I think I think two that stand out is that as as a nonprofit and we're a successful nonprofit, uh, that revenue model does not scale mm-hmm. as fast as I'd like it to for us to be able to have the impact that you can have. Sure. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're we're making some changes, and we could talk further about that today in terms mm-hmm. of how we're how we're addressing that. The other is really community engagement, and uh, you know, we've got we've got great support. At the same time, it's limited, and, and it's not as broad-based as I see it in other ecosystems. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really pulling people, and you, you know, you, you and I were just commenting, you know, pulling people out of the stands onto the bench and then hopefully onto the field. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we still have people that are, that are in the parking lot, parking the car, or maybe at home watching on TV. Sure. And, yeah, I think the analogy here is, you know, let's just let's get, let's get all the people that, that, that talk about innovation and talk about job creation Let's get them engaged. And th- th- that engagement can come in personal engagement, can come in time, can certainly come financially. Mm-hmm. But get them engaged one way or the other. And, th- you know, that's been that's been a challenge. It really has. Sure. Well, and I think, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll just share things that kind of come to my mind from a, a comment like that. But as I think about it, no one can say they're not, in some respects, impacted by the innovation economy. Correct. I mean, you know, the you know the famous Mark Andreessen saying software is eating the world. If your business has not been touched by software, you better pay attention now because you are going to see it. And that's that leads to different business models, that leads to all kinds of disruption of how work gets done. And so uh, it, it seems like really anybody here has some point of view or some impact from innovation. And so the tent that we should be building for Octane really should be inclusive of anybody here. And you know, Carrie, it's 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 great that you say that because I think one of the perspectives that we have is that when we looked at the different metrics that we measure success, and you start talking about capital raised and companies formed and industries that you're in, um, a lot of people can't identify with that. You know, if if you throw out and say we 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 raised X amount of million dollars, some people think it's a lot. Some people don't you know sure. don't quite know. So the the metric that we've really try to coalesce around is job creation. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that mm-hmm. before. And everybody can seem to get their heads around that because they know directly, indirectly that impacts them. It drives a better economy. And frankly, for a lot of people uh, that, that have kids that are in college or growing, they want an economy that, that their kids can come back, live here, work here, and have, have a high-paying job that's that right. they can afford to live in Orange County. So that's the one that I think really correlates with a lot of individuals. Yeah, totally makes sense. And I think you, you just spoke to it. These are really good jobs, too, that, that the companies coming through Octane, companies that are building next generation 
uh, science, next generation solutions to key business problems in the world are employing really high wage white collar workers who are those high wage jobs that can't afford to live here in, in Orange County and be part of the community. Correct. The average wage created will will allow you to live here in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not on PCH, but, sure. but 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 in Orange County. Definitely. Yeah, which is which is great. Yeah. So let's uh, go under the hood a little bit more, Bill. Uh, I mean, Octane's got some great momentum as as we've talked about. What are you most excited about as you think out over the next couple of years, uh, and and what's in front of you? I'm, well, I, you know, I'm excited about the trajectory of the organization, the engagement with the community. But I think there's a couple of things right now that, that, that short-term are really going to have an impact and change that trajectory. One is the recent announcement we made on, on OES, mm-hmm. Octane Enterprise Solutions, and I think we may cover that a little bit deeper later. Um, the, the other is really if we talk about our technology event, and you, you know, obviously you're familiar with that, you, mm-hmm. you, you help us chair that committee. Um, one of the things that we're working towards now for 2020 is to create it not as an Octane TIFF event for two weeks, but a celebration of innovation and an innovation week across Southern California. Mm, so, great. you know, if you if you looked and said, is there something that you want to replicate? I mean, you know, we could get we, we could get really out there and aspirational and say, hey, it'd be really cool if one day this were like a South by Southwest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, it had music and entertainment and all of those types of things. Um, but one of one of the ideas that we're planning with right now is a weekend hackathon leading up to the normal Octane TIFF event on Monday and Tuesday, and then uh, putting on top of that on Wednesday and Thursday events in both LA and San Diego. So really tying the ecosystem together. And I, I think if we do that successfully, one, one, it drives collaboration amongst the universities mm-hmm. and the different incubators. And two, I think we'll get a, a bigger draw than, than, than people just participating that are here in Southern California. That's exciting. That's, and I think that that's the kind of innovation um, that we, we need to continue to do with the uh, events, particularly TIFF. I, I think we've talked a lot about how on um, the ophthalmology side and, and the medical device side, we really have established uh, ourselves here as a world leader. And we're drawing people globally where um, technology still, we've got so much of it here. It's very broad. Um, and it, it's, it is something to even celebrate and um, draw exposure to all these different areas, whether it's cybersecurity or gaming or enterprise software or uh, other areas that um, we continue to see really interesting companies emerge. But at yeah. times, maybe we don't have the density that that other areas of the country might have in and, a particular area. And I, you know, and I think just to take that a little bit further, it's about us getting more specific in industries. Mm-hmm. You mentioned ophthalmology. There's no question. I mean, this is the epicenter right. of ophthalmology innovation in the world. And you look at our ophthalmology event, it, it becomes the who's who mm-hmm. of, of, of industry. You could sit at the back of the room and the CEOs, or at minimum, the presidents of the eye care units of every major corporation, J&J, Alcon, Allergan, Zeiss, Airy Pharmaceuticals, a- any of those, Alcon, are all present. The most prolific investors are there. The hundred or so top physicians and ophthalmologists in the country are there. Mm-hmm. And you look at that draw and say, wow, that's something special. And we've put capital next to it. And, and that's what we want to replicate. And I, I think as we look at this innovation week, it allows us to really put focus on uh, fintech, on data analytics and data science, and on cybersecurity, all of which are really 
cool hubs here. Mm -hmm. And I think a, a model such as we've built in ophthalmology could be replicated in those industries. That's exciting. Super exciting. So one of the things that I originally got involved with 16, 15, 16 years ago, and, and I think is one of the most unique and innovative programs that Octane has always had and, and maintained is <clears throat> Launchpad. Uh, I'm still amazed, just like the, the folks that are aware of Octane but have never been to an, an event, I'm still amazed how uh, much it's not understood what Launchpad is. So this is a, another chance to tell the Launchpad story. Just can you share with the listeners a little bit about what it is and how how it's worked and, and the impact that it's, it is having. I'd love to. So Launchpad, we started Launchpad in late 2008. It, uh, you know, with anything, it takes about a year to get mm -hmm. going. So it was it was early 2010 before we started to create results on that. So when I, when I give you some figures, it's from 2010 on. Launchpad is an accelerator, and it's intended to help early-stage companies that are now prepared for more of an institutional round of funding mm -hmm. uh, become funded. So there's a couple of unique gates that a company needs to go through. Uh, if a company were to come to us and say, I've got a great idea, I've got a business, uh, I, could you help me write a business plan? Uh, and at that stage, we're, we're referring them into an incubator. Mm -hmm. So the, the, key, the key components are the company has to have raised capital. They're, they're angel and maybe early seed, friends and family. They have to have a business plan. They have to have a proof of concept and a management team either in place or identified. Mm -hmm. um, we speak with probably close to 350 to 400 companies a year and select 40 to really go through the entire process. So if you think about that, we've, we've vetted almost 90% out. Mm -hmm. So thus, the 40 that go through, 86% are funded within a 16-month period. It's amazing. Which is, yeah, which is, is an absolutely amazing statistic. So what that's done for us, it's, 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 it's become the envy of a lot of accelerators. Um, we, are, we are continuing to stay true to our mission is that we offer uh, Launchpad as a pro bono for uh, for entrepreneurs. Uh, it's free. That's it's, it's free. For, that's it's free, free, folks. We, yes, we, we we like to not say free because free doesn't necessarily have yes. value. But this is high high value. And frankly, if we add up the costs of the individuals uh, that we put in the room and the mentors that we 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 attach to this. Uh, a company would probably need to spend close to $50,000 to replicate people's time that mm -hmm. they'll meet during this journey. Mm -hmm. It's a 16-week program. Uh, it's not a cohort that starts on a specific day. Just you, you enter as is. So if you look at a 16... 16-week calendar, you'd see people in week one and week 15. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the, the important thing is its credibility today with investors, specifically uh, institutional investors. So they know 86% of it's going to be funded. They, they, they will take that appointment and look at a launchpad company. And the last thing is the entrepreneur leaves that process with a comprehensive uh, predictive analytics model mm. on 30 different areas of their business. Mm -hmm. So they could see where the, the highlights are, where maybe there's some areas of opportunity. And so it's very selective. Yeah, and you also, I mean, I think the, the other thing, given that this has been around now for over 10 years, is you have a really strong depth of data. So that analytics model has a lot of history and the, the predictiveness of it has, at least from what I've seen, has been shown to be very very high and that's that's valuable when when an entrepreneur is is faced with hey here are some things in your business you need to really pay attention to um and, and now you've got data to back that up 
that that I think is super powerful and one of the unique elements of it. Yeah, you know, let, let me just build on that for a second because I think you're right. I mean, data data is king in everything today, mm-hmm. and especially in venture investment when you when you don't really have EBITDA. And you need data to, to make a good, right. solid decision. So we're, we're ranking these companies against companies that have been funded, companies that didn't get funded, and that companies that actually had an exit. So they're ranked in deciles. So again, it's, it's reliant on data. And if, if we had IP, if you really looked at Octane and said, what is our IP? Mm-hmm. Our IP is our data that we've captured over, right. over a 10-year period uh, on this. Because anybody could probably replicate the model uh, to some extent, anyway, but they can't replicate the data and the reliance on the data. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, you know, the other thing, Carrie, just uh, you know, we, we can, I could talk about it here on the show. We're gonna, we're gonna announce it probably Thursday. Is in the first half of 2019, Launchpad and Launchpad alumni companies raised 306 million dollars. Wow! It's a, it's a record force, and it's, it's actually. Uh, last year, full year 2018, those companies raised 295 million. So we've eclipsed all of 2018 just in the first half. That's exciting. That 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 shows more of this momentum that, that yeah. we all are are clamoring and and really trying to push for. So that's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. So Bill, I've had the pleasure of of being on the Octane board for a number of years, and uh, I you know I'm always awed by the group of folks that uh, come to the board meetings that are, are participating and, and invested in Octane and, and its mission and all that it stands for. I think other people from the outside are probably looking at this group too, going, this is an amazing group of people. I'd love to be able to tap into them. You know, How are you encouraging some of the CEOs and others of some of the most prominent companies here to participate in the building of our innovation community? Yeah, so you know our our board is a is a typical nonprofit board. It's mm-hmm. a little bit over forty people, uh, and and I got to tell you, when I first joined, having come out of private equity, there was nothing more grueling than going through a Blackstone board meeting with <laughs> yeah. si- with six Blackstone sure. bankers, sure. and so I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. going d- doing a board meeting with forty two people. But it, it's an incredible board. They're engaged. Uh, I, I think to your point, we we get thirty three to thirty five people at each of the board meetings that we've got, and. Um, uh, you know, we we really look at the board to be an extension of Octane. So, you know, we ask for their participation in the meetings. We ask for them to be ambassadors. We ask for them to serve on committees. So, uh, we've got each board member on a specific committee. You happen to lead our our, our technology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, committee, and 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 you know, from that standpoint. So, uh, they 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 also really support our five pillars of our strategic plan. So we built a strategic plan in uh, 2018 for the first time. And that is to accelerate business formation and growth. And that that centers around Launchpad, really, Mm -hmm. to create alternative and sustainable revenue, which is our OES model that we've Mm -hmm. just announced, which is to grow our core revenue, which is mainly our conferences and our sponsorship, to convene and enable the the innovation ecosystem. And I think we we continue to play that role. And really to, to, to build on our brand. And one of the things that we're working through is a brand refresh as we go through this year that uh, we'll speak about at our next board meeting and uh, probably announce uh, somewhere around MTIF or, or year-end. Okay, very good. So a lot of the people that are uh, that are really finding Accelerate OC to be uh, interesting content and, and are listening or, or watching the show are early stage or, or aspiring entrepreneurs. You know, we talked about 
once they get a little farther along, they, they could be a great candidate for Launchpad. How would you advise them to get involved with Octane if they're in that curious, I'm thinking about maybe starting a company, I'm just starting to percolate an idea, or I'm just getting going uh, as a startup? You know, we tell people all the time, get engaged as soon as you can, as early as you can. Uh, we're one of many tools available. Mm -hmm. So we're not the only tool. So we're a valuable one, but we'll direct you elsewhere if it's more suitable. So if mm -hmm. you're really early stage, we'll, you know, we may, we may direct you into a university or into an incubator, but I think we could help give some direction. Um, so it, it's really, it's, it's playing. It's getting on the playing field, getting mm -hmm. engaged, participating, coming to the many programs and events and meeting people and putting yourself out there. I think that's the important thing. We're, we're not... If, if your if your first if your first uh, interaction with us is you now have created a company that needs money and you're trying to raise capital, that's that, that that's kind of the wrong time. That's not the best time. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that we can't help you, but we could have done so much more to make that journey easier for you. Sure, that's a, that's a great point, and, and I think one of my experiences I've shared with many over the years, probably including you, is I meet a lot of people at various events here. And I think they they are often looking for aspirin. They're looking for or a band aid. Or I mean, they're looking for the answer today yeah. to this acute problem that they have. Yeah. And totally makes sense. But to your point, that's a hard place to start. Um, where we need to build stronger bridges and more relationships um, that have trust and and a desire to to really help people. Because I think what what we're really um, seeing an increasing number of people that are saying, I'm all in for Orange County. I'm going to invest in Orange County. I'm going to reinvest in Orange County. I want to stay here. How can I be a part of the solution? That's a longer term view than I have this pain. I need aspirin or, or Band-Aid today. And, and those exist. And, and obviously, we want to try to help those folks. But I think that's the that sometimes is where I see challenges is, is if you show up once and we never see you again, it's hard to feel like we, yeah. we, we can help. And I'll, I'll get calls where people will bump into me and they, they want the magic bullet. They, right. they, they want the answer. And, right. and it isn't. And it ends up being get engaged. Get engaged and see what's out there and we'll help you do that. And we may or may not be the exact right place to help you at that time, but we'll surely direct you in the right, right. In, the, in the right spot. Yeah, that's great. So Octane founded, we, I mean, we talked a little bit earlier about Visionary <laughs> Ventures, uh, which is a really unique model for funding uh, early stage companies in, in ophthalmology. Are there plans for other funds like that uh, in other areas? You know, there 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 probably are. Uh, you know, if you look at if you look at Visionary and what's made it unique is the fact that it's 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 very specific to an industry. It has industry expertise built into it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the deal flow comes up from the physicians. Mm. Uh, we use we use uh, uh, Launchpad as a vetting mechanism, and then there's ongoing discussions with strategics, uh, any of those big companies, to say, hey, how does this company need to look for you to be interested in potentially making a further investment or, frankly, an mm -hmm. acquisition? So you, you kind of get this roadmap, and you know we feel in 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 having built that, and you you know you were on the board in 2015. Mm -hmm. We talked about let's do mm -hmm. a fund, and you know initially it was let's do a let's do a general fund, and and uh, you know I think we I think we kind of backed into this, and 
you know, I wish I could say this was really strategically yeah, yeah, placed, yeah, and we and we and, and, and you know, and we thought that 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 this would have the type of outcome. But uh, you know, visionaries proven successful. So, you know, I think as we look, uh, we we want to put capital alongside everything that we do. So there's probably a time that we will provide capital direct to fintech, analytics, and cybersecurity companies. Okay. Uh, we're probably a year, year and a half away from that. Okay. So I, I saw recently you were at the NASDAQ site making a, a big announcement and, and talking about OES, which you uh, mentioned earlier. Can you share a little bit more with uh, the audience about the services that you plan to provide there? Yes, yeah, so o- OES is short for Octane Enterprise Solutions, and it, it is a separate entity. So as Octane is a general partner and visionary, Octane will be the majority shareholder of OES. Uh, it, it will be a for-profit. And one of the really cool things about this carry is that as the majority shareholder, the profit from OES will flow back into the nonprofit and be able to dr- be driven back into the community. There'll be four key areas that OES will focus to. One will be capital. So not just initial capital, but growth capital. So deep relationships, and we've got a director of capital markets that this is more than just a referral. This is taking your hand and putting you in front of strategic venture, institutional venture, family offices, and a private investor network. Mm-hmm. The second is more advisors. So how can we help you now build your business and get up the revenue curve? Uh, is it sales and marketing? Is it operations? Is it uh, manufacturing or FDA approval? How, how can we help speed that along? The third is a shared services uh, platform that we've announced in partnership with RSM. So RSM is one of the leading accounting and audit firms in the, con- in the, well, in the world, uh, is providing a back office infrastructure for entrepreneurs with the intent of that entrepreneur being able to focus on growing their business Mm -hmm. and not the stuff that they really don't do well. And the last is really a connection of talent. And, and, you know, how do we, there's, there's probably not a day that goes by that I don't get either a resume from somebody qualified. You know, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about, you know, somebody just desperate looking for a job, but somebody that's qualified or a company that needs someone. Mm-hmm. And how can we do a better job of matching that up? Mm-hmm. So OES will be a fee-based model that will tie all of those things together, and it will be the next step post-launch pad for companies. Mm. It will also be aimed at the SMB market that's out there that maybe has not had anything to do with Octane in the past. But those companies that have uh, 50, 100, 200 employees may be stuck at $25 million in, in, in revenue and, and now just want to grow. So you know, we think it's, a, it's an underserved market, and it, it will have the ability to, uh, to really scale and, and, and build these businesses towards a revenue that's super, super exciting. Well, unfortunately, Bill, Paul has given me the the time sign, and I could sit here all day and, and talk about this. As you know, this is a an area of deep passion and, and interest for me, as, a, as a, Octane has been a huge leader in helping to drive forward innovation and services to entrepreneurs uh, like me through the 15 years that I've been here in Orange County. And so it's been a pleasure for me to, to be involved in that. Last final lap, um, I have to always get my guests to share some kind of either learning or lesson or, or piece of advice that they have for the community. So what's the, the one thing that you'd love to, to share with our listeners as, as a lesson or, or learning? I, I think I think a couple things. I think, I think, first of all, OC is a terrific spot to start your company. At the same time, we have a lot of work to do. So mm-hmm. we need leadership, uh, you know, and it's, it, it, it's really what I've learned is it's a team effort. So expand your thinking beyond 
the normal the norm of what you would expand it beyond also just Orange County. And, you know, I think we look at this in a very unique way. And when I say that, this is not a national platform now, but but we're, we're looking at north and we're looking at south, and we've got a geographical advantage sitting mm-hmm. in between San Diego and L.A. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the components that we believe very strongly is that if, in fact, we elevate and help elevate all of Southern California, and when I say elevate, I mean use the resources that are surrounding us, Everything it'll 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 just be an easier lift. It'll be easy, easier access for capital and expertise mm-hmm. for those entrepreneurs. And at the same time, Orange County we see evidence of this every day. Orange County will disproportionately elevate itself mm. just because we can. It's way easier for us to pull from the south and pull from the north. So, don't, don't think of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Think of it beyond that, and, that's, and, and 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 all those resources that are available to you. That's gr- great perspective, Bill. Thank you so much for for coming in today, for taking all of us on this ride, sharing the the Octane story. And and Bill, thanks for leading by example in in our community. Welcome to the Accelerate OC family. And, you know, thanks for doing your part to Accelerate OC. Thanks a lot, Kerry. Enjoyed it. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at AccelerateOC.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together. 